we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne, gotta be here in a second, and it's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. I see my I see my Bills won last night. Oh yeah, that's right. You're a Bills fan. This year, yeah. This year, okay. Yeah, the Bills fan. The Bills did win. Okay. Can you name two players on the Bills? Nope. Okay. Just asking. Just asking. Ah, how y'all feeling? Less black and highly favored. I got in from Chicago last night. My flight was delayed, but here I am. Everything's been delayed, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm just happy every time I go to the airport and have to catch a flight that I actually make it home that same day or wherever I'm going. So, yes. Have y'all seen The Woman King yet? I have not. Have you seen it? 
Yeah, I saw the Woman King. How was it? Uh, I thought it was phenomenal, actually. I thought it was really, really, really good. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm going to see it this week with the family. My, my mom and pop seen it. They said it was really, really good. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And, you know, it's interesting, right? Because it's funny when you see uh, people on social media, all of a sudden you've never heard them talk about the Dahomey Amazons ever in life, but now everybody's a Dahomey uh, Amazon expert. Uh-huh. So, you know, they're like, oh, this wasn't accurate and that wasn't accurate. How do you know? Hey, the movie there. just came out Friday and you just started Googling stuff Saturday. They was Stop. there. They was there. Like, cut it out. How, how, how you know what was accurate and what wasn't accurate? I ain't never heard 99% of y'all ever speak about the Dahomey Amazons. Now, all of a sudden, you know what's accurate and what's not accurate about uh, the film. But they either was, way, it, regardless of what's accurate and what's not accurate, it is a great movie. Okay. And um, the thing that I like about movies like this, and I don't want to give too much away, I like when the people actually... When, when when the slave masters knock and then the people buck. You know what I mean? I like seeing slave owners, uh, or slave traders get killed in movies. That's why I like Django. Okay? okay? Yeah, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. So this, this, this movie does that for me in a real way. All right. Yes. It's nice kids. when the good people win and the bad people lose. Yeah. I took I took my oldest daughter. Well, see, that's the conflict with this movie. You don't know. They don't know who they... I guess that's the other debate is who's good and who's bad because, you know, Africans were participating in the slave trade as well. But the movie shows the complexities of that as well. Gotcha. You know? So it's it's good. I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, The Woman King. So you said you took your oldest? Yeah, I took my oldest daughter. My 14-year-old. Right. She thoroughly enjoyed it. Right, I'm going to check it out this weekend. I'm going to take the, the, the older kids. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't take the younger kids. No, nah, I said the not older yet. kids. Yeah, take, yet, the, no. take the teenagers. There you go. And you're, you're the 30 year old you got. <laughs> he's not 30, you idiot. How old is Logan? Logan. <laughs> I'm not messing Didn't with Logan you, just turn 30? <laughs> no, man. He's 18, man. <laughs> sure? Madison is older than Logan. He's joking. He, mm-hmm. he knows how old Logan is. Logan's 18. All right, Logan actually sent me a video last night after the Eagles game. Let me see. Look at this. Be careful with that, Logan. You're getting older now. All right. Make, Make sure, sure you send, send the, the right, right video. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what what'd that video say? Charlamagne is wild, bro. Charlamagne is wild, bro. <laughs> what I do? What I do? Is he going back watching old videos, God, man? Uh, yes, he is. Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, let's get the show cracking. Joe Coy will be joining us this morning. So we're going to kick it with Joe Coy. Then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, and a Texas sheriff has said that his office has opened a criminal investigation into Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his sending nearly 50 migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. This could be a crime. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. All right, now last night, I didn't see NFL last night. So what the scores look like, Eddie, Charlemagne, y'all watched the game Buffalo. last night? We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lost, uh, who the hell were they playing? The Titans, 41-7. to seven. How much was it? 41-7. Yeah, it was a wash. And the Eagles beat the Vikings 24-7. to seven. Nobody said anything about dropping no bombs, Eddie. I don't know. Just do what you want to do over there, I can, huh? I can, you know. Listen, man. Eddie's an Eagles fan. Uh, Envy's a Giants fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, the NFC. I'm glad there's no... I'm a Bills uh, fan. Commanders fans in here. <laughs> now Yee's a Bills fan. All right. What else we got, Yee? All right. Well, by the way, the NBA and the NBA Players Association are working to abolish the long-standing one-and-done rule. So they're talking about uh, lowering the draft eligibility age from 19 to 18 as part of the new collective bargaining agreement. So that would allow players to enter the NBA straight out of high school. And they're saying this could come as soon as the 2024 NBA draft. So Logan would be eligible. Well, he's past that, but go ahead. Yeah, but he's 18, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know. All right, and uh, let's talk about this uh, potential criminal investigation into Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's unprecedented move to send nearly 50 migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. 
Now, they said it's not clear yet whether any laws have been broken, but they were lured under false pretenses into staying at a hotel for a couple of days before they were flown to Florida and Martha's Vineyard. They were promised work. They were promised a solution to several of their problems. A recruiter was paid a bird dog fee to gather roughly 50 people around a San Antonio migrant resource center. These, uh, most of them were Venezuelan. They're asylum seekers, and they were then taken to Martha's Vineyard for a little more than a photo app or a video app. And then they were unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. So the organized crime investigators are handling an investigation now into Ron DeSantis's effort to move these uh, migrants under a $12 million program aimed at relocating unauthorized aliens to what his administration has described as a sanctuary jurisdictions. And that's what I was saying before. Yeah, it's all cool and games and you drop them off. But if there's nobody waiting to pick them up and to figure out what they're going to do or where you're going to house them, how you're going to feed them, how you're going to, you know, have them live like, you know, you also can't lie to people and tell them, okay, here's where we're taking you. There's going to be work there for you. There is going to and then they voluntarily get on a plane. Well, they haven't proven proven it's been lied to yet. And they did get sent to sanctuary states. But the reality is they all do this to each other. Like last year when the Biden administration had 70 flights full of migrants, including unaccompanied children, land in Jacksonville, Republicans said Democrats didn't give them a heads up that they were coming. And they said the same thing about Democrats. They wanted to see if any laws had been broken in regards to them doing this. It's like, it's a circle jerk. They all do this to each other. Well, anyway, this uh, one woman who was an asylum seeker said that she was promised three months of work and free housing. They also were given brochures saying these things as well. And so now they're opening criminal investigations because the they said their clients were induced to board airplanes and cross state lines under false pretenses. Imagine you're seeking asylum. You've already traveled as far as you have. It's been stressful. There's children. There's women. There's babies. And they're just uh, moving you around and lying to you. And then you get somewhere. And now you have to be moved again. Once again. That I finally been given something. Once again, they all do this to each other. Like literally. Last year when the Biden administration had 70 flights full of migrants, including unaccompanied children, land in Jackson. Jacksonville, Florida, the, uh, the Republicans said that they were unannounced. Democrats said, no, we did give you all a heads up. Then, and Democrat, uh, Republicans wanted to see if Democrats had any had broken any laws by doing this. Like, it's man, it's all a political game on both sides. Yeah, but they play with people's lives, though. And they all beings. do. They both it's are. Disgusting. That's crazy. They both, both, side, both sides do. And the fact that some people think this is like a cool, good thing, it's not. It's not cool. Like, I see a lot of people on social media like, yeah, that's right. Show them. They, that's this exactly not. what they're doing, though. They're exposing the hypocrisy are, of the Democrats. They're really exposing the hypocrisy of, of, of both sides because the reality of the situation is they don't want uh, migrants here either illegally. Well, fortunately, when they got to Martha's Vineyard, they did scramble to make sure that people were at least temporarily taken care of, given Mm -hmm. some housing, given food. But let's remember, these are human beings that we're talking about. It's a sanctuary state. They should. They 100 percent should. Now you can't be on, you know, cable news and social media screaming all of these, you know, these empty platitudes when you got it right there at your front door. Like a lot of times, you know, people talk about how, oh, we want we want the borders open, but they've never been face to face. You know, with the consequences of those of those statements, now they are. So hopefully, we can really get some true border reform now. Yeah, and I think part of the problem is that that they've been trying to work on getting immigration reform, and it hasn't that's, happened, that's and not, it's been blocked. That's not true. Okay, like, listen, with the look, dreamers and everything, listen, and trying to make sure there's a pathway for them to get citizenship. The border that's something that has been yes, blocked. no doubt. But the border has never been secure. Like Kamala Harris was on uh, Meet the Press this past uh, this past Sunday, and she said that the border is secure. The border is under control. Meanwhile, I think they just surpassed 2 million migrants yesterday, an all-time high ever. 
Because people have to understand, it's not illegal to come and seek asylum here. It does take. It's a long process. It's a difficult process, mm-hmm. and so the people are allowed to come here. It's not illegal. I, I think that this this is bringing attention to uh, this situation like we've never seen before. All right. Well, we'll discuss it next uh, hour. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Yeah. Hey, Trav, what's up, boo? What's up, boo? What's up, Char? Peace, sis. What's the word? What's going on? Hey, man, I'm calling to talk to DJ Envy. <laughs> Why? Last year, Envy... We made a bet on the Cowboys and Giants game for twenty dollars, and you have yet to give me my money. Pay that man, man. his money, man. Run, run my fellow him. Cowboy brethren his bread. I definitely don't remember we betting. We won. You. I don't remember betting no, twenty dollars. Yes, you did bet me twenty dollars. Why would I make that up, Envy? You keep saying that you didn't bet me. Why would I lie on you? I don't know. That's a good question. Why are you lying on me? Pay me my money, or I'm about to come up there and get my money. Whoa! Take it out of his ass, Trav. <laughs> Is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> But we about to play again next Monday. So you know what? Here's what we can do, Envy. Actually, we, we, we doubled it up last time. We beat y'all twice last year because y'all sucked. But we can run it up again this time. We plan to get on Monday. Bet me again. I don't ever remember betting you the first time, but I'll take that bet. You did. I'll I, I take that bet. And this time it's going to be for your butt. That's right. Both <laughs> cheeks. He only had one cheek. Now you're going to get both. All right, Trav, and I want in on that bet, too. Yo, now you went in on that bet. <laughs> right? When we beat their ass, I'm going to beat that ass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Goodbye, man. If y'all do win, I'm going to have Porter Party guy deliver that money right to Travis. Hello, who's this? How you doing? Good morning, Sean. What's up, Sean? Get it off your chest, bro. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Doing pretty good. Listen, um, I wanted to make a comment about what uh, Charlamagne was talking about as far as the border. Yes, sir. You know, what you said is completely right as far as, you know, Republican side, Democratic side, being a certain jerk. I mean, me, honestly, I feel like I'm not conservative. I'm not I'm not Democratic. But when it comes to different views and things like that, the border should be shut down. It should be some type of order going on. I, I don't I don't I don't disagree. It just needs to be some order like these governors are literally bringing the border crisis, you know, to the homes of Democrats who preach about open borders and they advocate for sanctuary cities without ever having to come face to face with the consequences of these actions. Like the U.S. immigration policy is trash and this is going to force them to have to really deal with it in a real way. Like people can't act like they care anymore. Democrats can't just go down there and take photo ops and lie about the, the humanitarian crisis that's happening at the border. Like, how can you get on TV and say the border is secure? like the vice president did when the, the U.S. just is, is on track to, the U.S. Border Patrol is on track to arrest two million immigrants crossing exactly. the southern border this year? So like, come on, man. So how are Republicans trying to resolve these issues they're at not. the border? That's my point. So they're, Nobody instead is. they're doing performative things they and, using, and using human beings. They, oh my God. I, I, I don't, I just feel really I, heartbroken when I see people who are struggling, who already are fleeing their country. Who wants to leave home? Nobody wants to have to do that. You have to think it's a dire situation. No, exactly. But but that's the, that's the other thing. You got to deal with the root causes of what's causing them to leave. It's because they're in these communist countries that are trash. Like they need resources so they don't want to, they don't want to leave. And people are allowed to come here. It's not illegal to come here to seek asylum. It just takes a long time, and it's a long path, and that's another issue. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. And they said things have been backed up since COVID. 
Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I know they got Title 42, which keeps people out during COVID. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know what's and illegal. They say it's taking months and years to process people, and that's part of the issue. Usually, people are allowed to stay in the country while they're seeking asylum. Nobody's but, disagreeing with any of that. All I'm simply saying is both sides are being performative, and both sides do the same things, but then point the finger at each other. And you're going to see so much of that, especially during the midterm year. We left them what 50 days away from the election. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Oh, who's this? Hello? Hello? That's my song. You rocking. Hello? That's why she can't hear you, because she got her head out the window at the red light Twerking on and not light. even listening to the radio and listening to hello? us say hello. Oh, oh, it's a guy. Hi. Hello? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. It's all right. We both F and F. You twerking at the headlights, at the, at the red light, bro? <laughs> hey, the music got me too hyped. Okay, what's right, up? What's up? Get it off your chest. DJ Envy, I got a question for you about an investment property, man. Okay. Do you think right now is the best time to be purchasing one? Because, you know, the you know the statement is buy the house, date, uh, date, date the rate, marry the house. Uh, it all depends on the deal. I mean, if, if the deal's an amazing deal, then absolutely, positively, yes. It, it all depends on the deal. I know a lot of people are getting out of deals. There's been a lot of great deals that's popped up on the market. But I can't make a decision based off not seeing the deal. But, yeah, we've purchased a lot of deals during this time. We purchased a lot of deals during the pandemic, and we continue. I mean, if the deal is great, then, yeah. I mean, you know how to check to see if a deal is great. Check the properties in the area. You know, if, if it's a rental, to see how much the rent is going to bring it in based, you know, compared to your mortgage. If you're gonna uh, get regular rent, or you're gonna go government assistance, I mean, you you got to do the homework. Would you would you be purchasing a property off of a HELOC right now, or is the HELOC rates just unpredictable? What are the rates at? Uh, right now, for the first six months, they're at one point nine, and then after that, they go to prime. Right, which is about what five and a half right now. I mean, it all depends yeah, on, yeah. on on how long you could do it, and if you can get out of it fast, and what you want to do. Do you want to flip it? Do you want to turn it over fast so the one point nine can hold you down? Or if if it's, if it's a long term thing, I mean, rates are where they are right now. They at about what five 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 to five nine. I mean, Matt, the mortgage guy, would know better than I would. But um, okay. it, it, it all depends on the deal. All right, I appreciate it, DJ. All right, brother. All right. Yeah, I mean, I can never tell somebody what to do, what out to do if I can't see the actual yeah, numbers. Yeah, you got to know somebody's financial situation, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk more about Tory Lanez versus August Alsina. More details are coming out. And we'll also tell you about the tour and who won't be on the rest of the dates. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk August Alcina. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Guys. The rumor report. Guys. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. But the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office is investigating an alleged fight that went down between August Alcina and Tory Lanez. Now, the district attorney's office said in a statement, we are aware of the allegations that the defendant attacked artist August Alsina and are investigating these claims. The allegations are serious and will be thoroughly examined. In addition to that, you know, they were on tour together and now Tory Lanez is no longer a part of the fallback in love comedy and music jam after this altercation, alleged altercation. So here is what Rip Michaels, who put this tour together, had to say. So at this point, if anyone's not a part of that vibe and that energy that's bringing anything, then no, we will not have them a part of anything that we're doing. So Tori's not going to be on the tour moving forward? At this 
moment, no. At this moment, we, we'd have to proceed without them because we want to make sure that every person in that audience has a great time and a great feeling. And that synergy of each artist enjoying themselves and having a great time is what it's all about. There was no fight. Let's just be super clear. There was no fight. I don't know why people say it was a fight. That was not a fight. He was sucker punched by Tory Lane. So that's pretty much what, yeah, I was there. It was when he was exiting in the building. So it was just straight, uh, like more of an assault type thing than anything. Did anything. <laughs> okay, Rip Michaels. And there was video circulating where you can see August Alcina ignoring Tory Lanez and Tory Lanez tries to shake his hand or give him a pound or whatever. And then there's some audio that's not confirmed, but people believe this is August confronting Tory Lanez about Tory Lanez having things to say regarding his relationship with Jada. What up? What up? What What's up? up? I hate when <laughs> don't keep the same energy. With you. What energy? What energy? Why did you speak on my business online? Hold on, hold on, fix it. And you, what, what is? So, yes. Why did you stop it there? I mean, then they had a whole combo. Well, the video that was circulating had no audio with it. So this is the snippet that people are saying is them. I hate seeing them brothers beef like this. And I do wish that, you know, we didn't wait until we saw each other, like, to have these conversations. Because ego always prevails when you, you know, see a person face to face. I wish as soon as folks had a problem with each other, they either reached out on the phone and have a conversation immediately. Because when they meet publicly, they end up ruining great things like, you know, this show. Now... Somebody might have criminal charges. Venues don't want these kind of shows right. because of the drama. It's just, man, it's, but the problem is they don't, they don't know each other. Yeah, so that was their like, first time meeting you know, in they never, they never met each other, so and they I don't think, know each other. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were weighing in on that situation. He probably didn't even know he would react like that seeing him. August was like, look, I thought he just had an issue with me. I didn't think he would even try to speak to me. So mm-hmm. it is weird when somebody talks crazy about you, but then they see you in person and then they're like, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, that's corny as hell. I, get, I, I, I totally understand. I totally understand August not wanting to shake his hand. But I'm the same way. Absolutely. If I, hear, I have the same, <laughs> keep that same, don't speak to me now. And, and vice versa. If I know that I've said something about you, I'm not going to try to come up to you and say what's up to you. But Tori might have thought it was a joke because everybody was making jokes during that time. You see what I'm saying? Right. Everybody was making jokes, but I'm the same. Don't uh-huh. keep that same energy, but everybody was making jokes during that time. All right, he ain't now, everybody. Little baby fans rioted after he did not make it to Vancouver's Breakout Festival on Sunday. It was announced that, as the headliner, he would not be performing. According to festival organizers, they said that Little Baby canceled his performance because he was too sick to perform, and that's when festival goers were destroying tents, throwing garbage, breaking equipment. He posted on his Instagram story, I would like to start off by saying I truly apologize, Vancouver, Canada, the Breakout Festival, and to everybody who was in attendance. I've been going so hard these past few months without any breaks that it finally caught up with me and my body completely shut down. I owe you guys big time and will for sure make up for it soon. So, I mean, some things just can't be prevented. And sometimes you're in the audience. You have no idea what's going on. They were looking forward to their headliner. But Little Baby got to take care of himself first and foremost. That is very true. And I just want me a new Little Baby album. I am ready for a new Little Baby Uh album. All right. Now, Common is going to be making his Broadway debut in the play Between Riverside and Crazy later this year. According to Deadline, he got the role of Junior. And he's going to start performances on November 30th in New York City. So he said, this has been a dream of mine for a very long time to act in a play, to do theater and to be a part of a theater company. He said, I'm supremely grateful and overwhelmingly inspired to be a part of Between Riverside and Crazy. I can't wait to begin this process and to live this journey. Common never did Broadway? Mm -mm. Interesting. Mm. Everything about Common says thespian. I thought Common already uh, hit the Broadway stage. 
All right, and Little Nas X sent pizza to some homophobic protesters outside of his concert in Boston. So he was performing as part of his long-lived Montero tour, and conservative protesters were outside of the MGM Music Hall at Fenway Park. They were protesting him. And he went on Twitter before the show to announce that his team would be giving them some pizza to munch on while they were hating from the outside. You can't even get in. He said, just told my team to send them pizza. This is really good promo. And he said, update, they didn't want the pizza, but I accidentally fell in love with one of the homophobic protesters. And then he posted a video of uh, the exchange between them. I'm disappointed in you, Lil Nas X. Pizza? Come on, you should have sent them glizzies. Some glizzies? You know you're supposed to send them all glizzies and tell them munch on the glizzies. Come on, pizza? (laughs) I'm disappointed. All All right, and let's have some money talk. Kim Kardashian has bought a new estate in Malibu. It's Cindy Crawford's former Malibu estate, and she paid $70 million for it. So this is the fourth priciest California home sale this year behind Drake. He paid $75 million for his home. Wow. There was also a $120 million house for sale. And then, of course, the one that's a mega mansion in Bel Air, which sold at auction for $126 million. Now, what, do, what do these houses that cost this much money do? Are they nuclear bomb proof? Do they come with unlimited food? <laughs> like, What do these houses that cost this, cost this kind of money do? You're paying for views, you're paying for zip codes, and then the size $70 million? Did Michael Rubin buy a house that was like $100 million, I thought, last week? I thought I seen that. In California? Yeah. Oh, this is not listed here. Listen, they all acting their wage, so I'm not knocking them at all. I just want to know what these houses do for seventy million dollars. Mm-hmm. They must wipe your own ass. Like you must be like you don't. You can just shower. The house showers for you. Well, the house, house clean. It's a self cleaning house. This house was originally listed for ninety nine point five million. Then it was uh, lowered to ninety million, and then Kim Kardashian came in and got it for seventy million. So yeah. I guess it's a bargain. It says Mike Rubin pays seventy million dollars for a Hollywood Hills mansion. All right, so yeah, he wouldn't be before her. Hers was seventy point four million. Does the hill come with the mansion? Do you get a whole hill too? For his, now it's fifteen thousand square feet, seven bedrooms, twelve bathrooms. How much? Fifteen thousand? Yeah, it's only on point seven two acres. That don't. That don't. I mean, you know, God bless. That's wild. Malibu's really expensive. Stay though. That's in your where wage, she bro. bought. I'm acting act my way. That's where she bought. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the house inside the house. The house is about seventy five hundred square feet. That seems small for seven million dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at my wage. I need to ask Michael Rubin. Well, what does your house do? <laughs> like, you can't just live in it. It's got to right, well, do things. For that it. is your rumor report. Maybe it's a rocket ship on the low, and they go to Mars. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's gold in the hill. I don't know. We'll, we'll never know. No, I, no, I wouldn't. Even, I, even, if even I got with it, that I kind of money, I'm not spending no seventy million dollars on no house. No, Maybe no. it's a good investment if you have it. You know how many houses I can buy in South Carolina for seventy million dollars? You know, Kim Kardashian. You know, that's where she wants to be. I could buy so many people houses. And <laughs> she was about to say I could buy South Carolina live. for seventy million. No, don't disrespect my state. Wow, <laughs> but I could buy so many people like houses and places to live with 70 million dollars i'm not knocking them but it's just like I yeah just, kim has a lot left over after that still just need to know what the house does that's all does nothing has to do something does can't nothing. just be a house i gotta do more than sleep no jesus christ now we got front page news next what we talk about well let's talk about bishop lamar whitehead back in the news we'll give you some updates on what's going on with him and his church all right we'll get to that next it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same The brand new Galaxy Z Flip 4 is finally here. Capture hands-free content from every angle with flex mode. The sleek foldable design lets you make your device conveniently compact. 
Visit Samsung.com to order your Galaxy Z Flip 4 today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in sports, the Bills crushed the Titans 41-7, and the Eagles beat the Vikings 24-7. Now what else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, right now there's an out-of-control STD situation, and they are calling for some changes from U.S. health officials, new prevention and treatment efforts. Infection rates for some STDs, including gonorrhea and syphilis, have been rising for years. Last year, the rate of syphilis cases reached its highest since 1991, and the total number of cases hit its highest since 1948. HIV cases are also on the rise, up 16% last year. So officials are now working on new approaches to the problem, like home test kits for some STDs that will make it easier for people to learn that they are infected and to take steps to prevent spreading it to others. They said the core part of any effort that uh, must also be to increase the use of condoms as well. So just giving y'all a heads up Jeez. and a warning. STDs out here like allow me to reintroduce myself. Y'all out here talking about COVID and monkeypox. Y'all must have forgot. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Bishop Lamar Whitehead, uh, he's been in the news a lot lately. We saw him First, going viral when his he was uh, robbed during one of his sermons during a live stream. Uh, then he reenacted that during another sermon. And now he's had an altercation afterward, which he was arrested with a woman during the service. Now, here is what Bishop Lamar Whitehead had to say about who this woman was. They began recording and she began to outburst and to cause a big disturbance in my church. So I said, come on over here, come on over here. And she began to yell at me. She began to cuss me out and say whatever she wanted to say. I let her say what she wanted to say. I said, all right, me and my church started to pray. And I said, now you have to go. You have to get out. You have to go. So I have my wife and my daughter, who's 10 months old, sitting there. And she came and said, and now you, you're a liar going towards my wife. And that's when you see her walk in front of me, going at my wife and my daughter, and I grabbed her. Everybody's saying that I choked her. How can you choke somebody from behind? I grabbed her from behind, by her shirt, from behind, and by her shoulder. And I escorted her out. All right, now he told the New York Daily News that when police did some research on him, he was released from his cell and the charges were dropped. Meanwhile, he claims the woman who was identified as Tarsha Howard has been charged with trespassing and disrupting a religious service. Now, she also did an interview, and here's what she had to say about what happened that day. I came there in peace. The lie that I would charge towards a woman and a baby, I am a mother. I would not do that. This man, who's supposed to be a bishop in the Lord's church, called me up and ushered me up to the front. And once I got up there, I began to speak in my heavenly language. And I don't know what happened, but that's when it went left. I was praying in my heavenly language. And next thing I know, I was being grabbed behind my hair and drugged. All right. Now, she also told the New York Daily News that she was there doing some research and that uh, the story that she's he's giving is wrong. Isn't this all on audio and video, though? Yes. Mm-hmm. You, get mm. a, you get to see the video from different angles. And uh, and you could hear him, right? Didn't didn't you play the audio yesterday? Mm-hmm. Did he did he call her up? I don't remember. I didn't hear him call her up. They didn't mm-hmm. they only play a snippet of it. But I, I don't know why we give give it this much light. I mean, you look at the congregation There's about, what, nine, ten people in there. And there's a lot of bishops out there. There's a lot of preachers out there. 
are doing a lot of good. I, I don't know why we keep giving this bishop and, and what he's doing this much light. I I don't know if he's doing good or not. Isn't he? I thought he did good things. In the I don't community. I don't know. But we we I mean, there's so many other preachers and bishops and and you from Brooklyn. You don't he do good things in the community? Um. Yeah. I mean, I actually met him a couple of times. One time we got proclamations, mm-hmm. and then another time he was doing a um a peace march with Eric Adams when Eric Adams was the Brooklyn Borough President and Fabio mm-hmm. Foreign. So it was a march throughout Brooklyn to encourage talk. people to put the guns down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And listen, I don't know the brother at all. It just seems weird that, you know, uh, this all started from him being the victim, but now all of a sudden he's become like the extreme bad guy. And it's almost like people never even believed him from the beginning. When he said that, you know, he got robbed, everybody was saying, oh, that was fake, that didn't happen, or, you know, and then his he deserved it because he was flossing. It's like, up, yeah, yeah, it's just like, how did, it, how did the victim turn into the the bad guy. I just hate that if if he is doing all the good that people that he just said he's doing, why do we always concentrate on the negative part? That is you know true. Because I mean? I, I, he's true. a bishop. He's I, a man. You know the man. Well, he the is doing allegedly. interviews regarding it, so I don't think he's, you know, I want to hear people to not know. I want to hear the bishop preach. Y'all posting everything but the bishop sermons. What's the bishop word like? That's you can live stream know. his sermons. Well, that interferes with my bishop T.D. Jakes and Sarah Jakes Roberts time on Sundays. You could do both. I'm sure the streams are available. No, I gotta watch it later. If somebody send me a link, I'll watch one though. I do want to hear. I really do want to hear what his word is like. And that's and that's part of the problem. We talk about everything else. Him getting robbed, his history, him allegedly, you know, escorting another woman out. But well, we never heard him say anything. Well, tell him welcome, preach. welcome to hip hop culture. Where we we focus talk on about his cars, but the talk about what he wears, talk you're about right. his jewelry. But you're right. Have you ever heard the man speak? No, I haven't actually. You're me right. Either. You're right. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I heard the proclamations he gave the people and all that, but I've never heard the brother speak. I want to hear the brother's word. I'm with you on that. All right. Well, when we come back, Joe Coy will be joining us. My guy. We're going to kick it with Joe Coy mm-hmm. when we come back. Don't move. It's your guy. How many shows you been to, to see Joe Coy? I've seen Joe Coy before in person. Uh, I've had <laughs> Joe Coy on my podcast, and I've, I've seen him in stand-up. I haven't seen um, his latest special, though. Okay. All yeah. right. We'll kick it with him next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You probably haven't. Have you? Yes. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that Because you do this. You, you do this thing where you lie with confidence. I am not a liar, Joe well, Coy. <laughs> huh? Okay. Quiz him. Okay. No, because so. if I quiz him, then it's going to look really bad. Because he's going to then he's <laughs> going to admit to it. <laughs> I'd rather just let him say he's seen it, and then I'll just. I have him. seen Joe Coy specials. Okay, what is a tabo? It's something Filipino. I know that much. Uh, that don't mean this is a tabo. Yeah, that's a. T- he's not going to get it. But it is Filipino because you didn't see it. <laughs> it's Filipino for cup. I hate you so much. <laughs> like to It's your... not? No, it's not. Oh, I don't know. I just know. It is something Filipino, Can though, right? Can you just watch it, please? I will watch your new special. And what... I, I've watched them before, but I haven't seen the new one. I love you, Charlamagne. Yes. So you I love to... him back. I do, Joe, Coy, I, Joe Coy knows. I, t- I text Joe Coy and tell him I love him that for no reason. That is kind of messed up when someone says, I love you, and you say yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Didn't even say I love you. All right, tell me again. Yeah. Tell me again. But now it's like the same. No, tell me again. Tell me again. Tell me again. No, I wouldn't do it. I love you, DJ MV. I love you. See so how natural. You didn't say it to him. You said it to him, not me. Say it to me. Love you, Angela. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Give me another chance. No. I love no you so chances. much. Okay. No. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Why are we doing? How is everything, brother? Everything's good. This is this has been uh, the best. This has been the best run ever. I, I, I'm living a dream right now. So. I'm making a lot of money, Joe Coy. Man, you are making a, a lot, lot of, of money. Arenas. 
This is that's what the measurement is. It's of course you're Angeles funny, forum, but you're making too, a lot of money, way. Joe Coy. Yeah. That crowd looked amazing for you to be in the forum <laughs> like that and to see yes. how many people fit in there. That was fourteen thousand, but I did uh, two shows. Okay. Ah, I did so, four total. So, wow. I did four. 000, but I did, I so, did four totals. So yeah. that's 56,000 people. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of people. So you got to be top five stand-up touring comic right now, right? It's pretty crazy. I can't, I'm not, you know, it's 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 crazy to actually add another arena. Like, I, I just did it again. I, I sold out the Honda Center in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. So we added another Honda Center. It's like, I, mm -hmm. it, it's crazy. And I'm, I've been doing this. I did two chase centers during the playoffs. So it was mm -hmm. like Joe Coy, then the Warriors, then Joe Coy, and then the Warriors on the same weekend. Wow. And, and it was like, and, and, and it's, it, I get to enjoy this with my son. That's the best part. And we've seen the growth, though. That's the crazy thing. Like, Thank we've you. We've seen the growth from when you first came here to where you're at now. When you came to Caroline's. And you know who didn't come? <laughs> These two. But where did I go? You did come. I'm yes. not, you're right. You're right. Yeah, don't play with where me. Where did I, won't I play come? With you. you know what? You're right. I'm not even going to, you're right. Where did I it's come, this, Joe? Coy? It's this asshole right here. Joe Coy? It's this. Ask him again, Charlamagne. Wait, wait, no. Ask him again, Charlamagne. I didn't even pick up on that until right now. Ask him again, Charlamagne. Joe Coy says, Where did I come, Joe Coy? This asshole right here. Damn it. I had no idea where that was. <laughs> I was too busy being mad, not knowing I'm being set up. No. But you know, the special I saw, the one that came out last night, you, start, you started off by talking about the pandemic. I thought you said Charlie, you don't, don't do this. <laughs> what? Don't, don't Google <laughs> And then act like you're, you got hard-hitting hard facts. I'm going to do Charlamagne. This is a, this is a you, bull did you not? Did you best. not start the uh, you know, you special know, off talking you about know, the pandemic, you know, Joe talking about Talking about starting off. <laughs> The beginning of that special. I mean, the masks, right? I mean, wow. Why don't you tell them, Joe? Tell them what you said. No, you tell me what I said, Charlemagne. What did you say? What did I say? You talked about uh, no. the pandemic and how it was during quarantine. <laughs> Look, I can tell you, Joe Coy. Yes. What you said? You said you know your breath stink. Yes. I'm oh, wearing a mask. Yes. And you didn't want to judge people in the audience who yes. were wearing masks. Yes. For doing that, you didn't want to pass judgment. No. See. But that they were going to get it no matter what. Yeah. Still. I. The thing is, here's the thing about that special. I had the deal, and be, before the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. So, I had the deal in place, and then the pandemic hit. Now everything's changing, mm -hmm. and we set it for the forum. It's 14,000 people that's going to be taped, and now everyone's wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And and literally, I, I, I was about to cancel it. I was, I was, I was like, I don't want to shoot a special where everyone's wearing a mask. You it's can't not going to Yeah, I'm like, you know, in 10 years, everyone's going to be like, what kind of special is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was so nervous. I was this close. And, and then we, we heard a rumor that, that, that LA was about to lift the band. Everyone else was lifting it, except for LA. And it was the day before I had to tape that they lifted it. And, and that's why I was able to do the special, even though some people were wearing a mask. But I was like, I, I have to talk about this. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not going to not talk about it. It was, it was a part of our lives for two years, basically. And it's like, I, I know it sucked that it was, it was a topic that everyone was touching. But it was mm -hmm. like, I can't do a, a special at that size and not, sh you know, at least touch on it. Yeah, because it is a timely thing. Yeah. You know, and so people will look back at that. Yeah. Like five years from now and 
be like, oh, that's right. Remember when we had to have on masks? Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if there's any new stories to be told from that time, though. No, like I think band. it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I had to do it, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was mm-hmm. literally like, it was about to cancel my show. And, and, and you know, as a, a guy that's producing his own show, it, that was going to cost me a ton of money. And I was literally like, not even thinking about my routine anymore. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how much this is going to cost me again. The business side. Business side. Like, the, you know, I Dubai was scheduled to play Dubai three times. And all of it got canceled because of because co- of COVID. Mm-hmm. Dang. And and I walked out with you know basically not making the money I should have made, but also losing fans in return because now they're they're scared. It's like I canceled, they return the tickets. Then I announce I'm coming back, they buy the tickets, and then I canceled again. Mm. They return the tickets, and it's just like it, it, it was a you know it, we had to talk about it because it, it changed a lot of our lives yeah. so how was your pandemic because as a comedian you know you're used to being on the road yeah performing did that I, shut down I, yeah and i think you'll probably agree with me that it was the greatest thing that ever happened for me and, and my son and and, and my family. family it really yes. was mm-hmm. and not for everybody and i know there's people that struggle and i and i and i i realize that i get it and and but we were in a position where we could mm-hmm. And and I took full advantage of it because I was such I didn't realize how much I missed man I was so absolutely I was so focused I was I was tunnel visioned it was the first time I ever spent my uh, a birthday with my son Sheesh. yeah I know it's it's awful the first but like, time you ever spent a birthday with your son yeah it, and I know that sounds he's an adult no no but uh, he turned sixteen during the pandemic okay and you know and I I've been on the road since he was three. You struggle for so long, and now you're you're getting this opportunity to like provide for everyone. Like I, I'm providing for my family. I, I got I got my sister working for me. I got my mom. I got to take care of. I got I got family in the Philippines that I take care of. Like there, it's not just me. You don't so want to miss. Like, you don't want to miss your moment. Is what you're saying? No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And there, there was Christmases that I missed, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, I would we would open the gifts up on Christmas Day, and then at five, I'm going to a club. Because they're paying me extra money for mm-hmm. for the Christmas show, and it's you got to get like, that money back a, that you spent on Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you, so do you think that exactly. moving forward? Do you think that moving forward, maybe you'll say at least my son's birthday from now on. Did the pandemic make you feel like some moments now? Because you are very successful now. Yeah. Well, my son's on tour with me now. Right. He okay. works for me, and it's it's been a, a joy. But what I love the most is that my son finally realizes what this was all about you know like my son saw netflix say no to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean my son saw me pay for that special when they said no to me anyway or or when i had all the cameras inside uh the theater and i was about to film it and we get a phone call from netflix going hey we heard you're you're going to shoot this special anyways we want you to know that we really don't want it <laughs> like yeah wow. they called you and said that yeah they called my manager <laughs> and everybody we know you're shooting it yeah. don't shoot it for us yeah We're not whatever it. you're wow. doing don't think oh it's my coming God. in but you know what it's, like, like, it's crazy that you guys laugh and I get it right but just imagine like being 27 years in the game and people that I took on the road that were opening for me getting Netflix specials and I'm not getting one mm. and, and that's and, and that I get mean, it it's a business no no it's that's not a- that no 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 let me, let me I, I hear what you're saying it is a business and and. They have to make their their calls, right? But I didn't understand because, like, I'm doing a hundred sold out shows in just one city alone. You know what I mean? At an improv, like, and the, and the, these are all all over the country. So you tell me we didn't need Netflix's validation. I, I get that, but it's like I knew think- I knew that was the platform that was going to take me to the next next level, and I knew they they had the they were in the position of power to give me that, but they weren't going to give me the opportunity to to put my special on, and I. 
And, and and I don't hate Netflix for it. It's a business decision that they made. I just had to prove to them that they needed this special. All right, we got more with comedian Joe Coy. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Joe Coy. What I like about you is, you know, even though you, you, know, you didn't want to be with Netflix or even with Easter Sunday, you still choose to focus so much on Filipino culture. And yeah. I'm sure that when you do things like that, people are like, oh, you should... You should broaden it out. You should yeah. make it more broad for people. Yeah. What do you say when they say that to you? I can do any, any. Okay, this is this is why it's so important for me. And, and I'll, uh, my mom's lived in this country since 1969. Right? She's been here for 53 years, and she's American. She's she's a Filipino American, and I talk about Filipinos being nurses. I have so many nurses in my family mm-hmm. that live here. Right? And I know you've met them too. So just imagine them living here for 50 years, working at hospitals, 14-hour shifts, Mm -hmm. and then they go home and they turn on the TV and they watch a TV show about a hospital and not one Filipino is on that show. Mm -hmm. Or they go to a movie and there's a hospital scene and they don't even see a Filipino extra in the emergency room. And it makes them feel invisible. Mm -hmm. You feel like, oh, okay, I guess I ain't nothing. I guess I am just visiting. And that's what that is. So when people ask me, oh, you're going to tell another story about your mom? I'm going to do 53 years worth of stories on my mom because I'm the only one that's going to put those out there right now. So if I'm going to do a movie about a Filipino family, you, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Like, this is this is, this is is for her and them. So that's what it's about. I can do all the other jokes. I, I, po- I post it all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll post my ad libs. I'll do improv sets. I'll do all that. But when it comes to like... Like saying something from my heart, it's it's gonna be about that. Well, two so, things. I remember in your book, you said that you started off not doing those types of jokes. Yes, and then you because did. I grew up in a time when, you know, like, you know, like it's like you had to be my, mainstream. I, I had to be mainstream, and it's like and once again, you're being too specific, and like, like what is funny? You know what I mean? Like I grew up in the '70s and '80s, right? So as a kid, I'm watching cartoons that's depicting Asians with slanted eyes and big goggles and buck teeth and we're supposed to laugh right like if i have my white friend over watching a cartoon and that comes on right we all laugh together so that's normalized like so that to me of course you don't want to hear my story about my mom uh divorcing my dad you just want me to do this this asian character because that's what's accepted because the other one this story is too specific so yeah in the beginning of stand-up how am I supposed to get into the comedy clubs? Like I had to do those and don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a, like I go, Oh, I have to do this. It was like, I was kind of like programmed that way yeah. as a child. I was programmed. Oh yeah. We make fun of Asians. That's what, it, that's it. That's how I get accepted in this country. Let's make fun of Asians. Like, so yeah, like I, I remember this one time I told, I told this story in my book where my mom and dad are divorced. We just want a color TV and it's me and my whole family. Like it was me and my, my brother and my two sisters and my mom. And we're filling out these raffle tickets. I think we, we sat there for like six hours filling out these raffle, raffle tickets at Sears or JCPenney, whatever it is. <laughs> and we stuffed that, that, that little bin up with raffle tickets and we win the TV. And people were mad. Y'all cheated. People were mad. <laughs> Y'all cheated. You damn right. Uh-huh. You damn right. But I and think we that's go up the, we go up the escalator to get it and there's this little white kid in front of my mom and my mom loves kids right every time she sees a kid she goes crazy and, and <laughs> we're going time. we're going up we're going up and she goes oh my god hi you're so cute what's your name what's your name and he turns around and he pulls his eyes back right this is like 1983 and goes oh, 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 oh. 
And I remember we we're all just like, it's not funny. It's, it's not, funny. but I remember just like. So why do you make it a joke if it's not it's funny? It's not yeah. a joke. Tell a story, I think you need to listen. It's not funny. I think you need to listen. No, he's telling a story that happened in his book. This is why. I read the book. I heard the story. But 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 I remember my mom not being able to do anything. I remember my mom just clamming up and just going, it's okay, Joe. I knew she was obviously hurt. I was like 11 years old and just looking at my mom going, what, what was, I didn't even know how to react. Right. Because I'd never seen anyone do something like that. Did you realize mom. he was making fun of you? I, I knew you? it was, I knew she, he was making fun of her, but like, I, I've never, I was in shock. Like, wait, hold on. What's, wait, hold on. What's going on right now? Like something just happened really. And, and I knew my mom couldn't do anything because if my mom would have raised her voice and says, hey, you can't do that to me, then she would have been the bad person because uh, the, the parents would have been like, hey, hey, he's just a kid. You know, what you, are you yelling at that kid for, lady? And, you and got into a karate stance, you'd have scared the shit. This is what see, I'm talking about right now. See, worse. This is why you should get canceled. I'm about to cancel what? Charlamagne right now. You little cracker. could have said something like that. That not, too. Yeah, but let me, but so as a kid, it, it had to hurt because all yeah. the jokes were about a lot of the jokes were about Asians, especially in New York. It was Asians. Yes. It was uh, Haitians. Yes. And Africans. Yes. So you never just wanted to wild out back? I mean, how can you, though? How do you do that back then? Crack jokes. You're a comedian. No, man. Come on, Charlemagne. Stop, bro. You're a comedian. Yeah, but he no, man. Like, like you, when you see something like that, that's that. We're, we're not. That's not a joke anymore, man. No, like, but back, you're, no, but you're, back you're, then it was a joke because I even know. But, you but know, back then it kids. wasn't a joke, man. Like well, that, no, I, I get when, you, when it's I get coming it. out of hate and yeah, it's a, right. a white family doing that to an Asian family. That's not. That's not jokes, man. Well, that's that's hate. That's I'm from the south, so. But like, growing up, we call them crackers, right? But you crack ass cracker. Yeah, and but but my dad. You know, I went to an all white school and we got the jokes all the time and, and that's what my dad would say you call him and, and we would beat him up and then he would like you know yes and, uh, and him, you know but we definitely used to do a lot of that and yeah, that's him. amazing you get to do that but can't do that now but back then it was no, you, it was. you can still do it <laughs> but you can still do that no one's got to find out um but no, it's it's not. It's it, it was completely different, especially mm -hmm. for like Asian people. They're just like you know. I get it now, Joe yeah, Coy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. I get it. Well, don't move. We got more with Joe Coy when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Joe Coy. When did you and, and and Chelsea decide to make it a thing? Go from friends to dating. That was um, it was it was it was when I asked her to do um. Uh, like just a little blurb for my book. And that's how our relationship kind of sparked again. We just realized like, oh, we like hanging out with each other. And we were just hanging out and hanging out. Oh, it's been a hell of a blurb. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> You're so dumb. I don't know why anyone gives you anything. I don't know why you get a show. I don't know why you, you get side gigs. You should have nothing. Oh, God. I'm just saying. Nothing. That must have been a hell of a blurb, Joe Coy. <laughs> when I say I hate you. But, um, yeah, that, it started off with a blurb, and then and she did that, and then it was just cool. Like It was the pandemic. No, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> no, no, wow. no, because it didn't happen then. No, it didn't happen it was then. Still, I mean, it's still a pandemic. No, it didn't happen then at all. It, wow. it, it didn't. It didn't. I'm just telling you the truth. I haven't it said didn't. anything that hurtful to you the whole interview, Joe Coy. You better shut up. <laughs> you better shut up. No, it didn't happen during the pandemic. Everyone thinks that it happened. I was filming the movie the whole time, and she was she was out in Canada somewhere mm -hmm. uh, skiing. Skiing so, naked. Yeah, so it didn't happen during then. It was like it was like after the pandemic, and then we 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 just started hanging out, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, she's amazing. She put a lot of people on on mm-hmm. the mat. And she's another she one that liked to open she the did. door for people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she saw someone talented. You got on that panel. And, and that's why that show was so good. Because she realized her position. She knew that she had a, 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 a platform, but she needed she needed other people to help push that thing forward. That's why she had Kevin on. That's why yep. she had me Lonnie on. Love. She had Lonnie on. Like those are beasts, bro. No one else would put those people on. You guys had but the, she did. You guys had the nicest breakup that I've ever seen. When, you, when y'all posted the video, first I thought it was a joke because you're both like comedians. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm done. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. I really didn't know. We're going to go to a break. And, and it's <laughs> not going to be good. Me? They it's posted not like, be good. They both it's posted these amazing breakup videos. I really did not I'm know. So and I, I was not, so I disappointed. I, I left comments like, I can't believe this. On them and you don't know I don't this. be paying attention to the negative. I didn't know that. I, I like that. I had no idea. I, like that I really didn't. It doesn't have to be negative. I really didn't. To be honest with you, I didn't even pay attention when y'all was together. I just like, oh, Joe and Chelsea's together. That's dope. But I didn't. I don't like how the words come out of your mouth sometimes. <laughs> like, it just, like, it comes out so natural, like, conversational, that I think in your head, it's always <laughs> geared nice. to be an ass. Just did not. I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying I didn't care. I just didn't care. No, you said you didn't care, <laughs> yeah, and that's no, what it means. It means you don't care. It's just like it's like Joe. And, it's like cool, Joe. I'm happy for him, but I didn't think nothing of it. It's not like I'm every day. You know how people be like Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian. You're holding on to it every day and paying attention. I just yeah. wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But I follow both of you, so yeah, I would I'm see you guys you post videos of each other doing yeah. things together, Cooking, and then you guys talking, posted the breakup videos, yeah. and it was like the nicest, you don't like. Follow? And that's why I didn't Can think you it turn was his real. Mic off? <laughs> just turn Charlemagne's mic off. Just, happy. just for like the next. You know the video. Minutes. I'm gonna tell you the videos of Joe so Coy that come up on my feed when <laughs> when you put, post stuff from your specials, mm-hmm. and when you're doing stuff with your son. Oh. I saw you would hold it. I saw this. You was cooking your favorite childhood snacks. Yes, I saw this. They broke up a long time ago. I didn't see guys. I don't know what y'all. He showed us what's now. He they broke up a long so. See, this is you and your. No, that's not your son. No, I mean, we just realized no, that. that hold on. Let me get to Charlemagne. He's got a separate interview going on right now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's the breakfast. Well, I totally forgot. This is the breakfast club and Charlemagne. So let's, what, what, what is your question? No, I just, what is your I, question? I just, my point is I just wasn't paying attention. Like I that. like that. That's all. And I think a lot of people should be like that. Like, oh my you know goodness. what I mean? It's, I uh, don't pay attention to what you post? No, just don't. Like, <laughs> don't people, get in, people don't get into. Oh people God. do dive deep into like. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you guys posted it. I know, but like the breakup, like people got into it. Like it was like almost y'all were annoying. So happy it's and, like you know, y'all did so many things together on vacation. Yeah, and this and cooking and Christmas. It, it was it was great. Yeah, I it was fun. It. it was fun, but I, I it was just a you know we we're, we're two different. She's going a different direction. You know what I mean? Like she's got her career that's that's taken off in, in mine, and it's just. The business is coming first, and and we realize that we're we're just better off friends, you yeah. know. Aww. So that that's okay. it's all good. She she's always gonna be my friend. I'm always gonna love her, and and so yeah. It's Have you started dating again? No, I, <laughs> Charlemagne. I swear to God. <laughs> Why do you? What is, what did you, I do? You, you don't care about my relationships, and now you care. <laughs> I know. A minute now ago, you he give a attention or care so what so if I get into a relationship what that's when you stop caring that's when you stop following but you want to know if I'm in a relationship you're absolutely right I am right that's a very valid point thank you (laughs) I I thought that was a good follow up question no it was a horrible one it was a lazy one (laughs) he has no notes I swear to God you always look down at that and there's nothing on there Oh but you God. have had an incre- <laughs> incredible past month with the movie and the special dropping yes. within like 
a couple of weeks of each other. Thank you. Yes, and and this is my favorite one, and I know a lot Mine of people too. say that. No, and you, you talk, you know, yes, I did, yes, I did. And you talk about uh, public sneezing. You, you really don't like public sneezing. Charlemagne, you need to stop. And this is what I'm going to make you do. You're going to post something about my special. But did you? Or no, did you not what you're do. talk about how you're you don't like post, public sneezing? You're going to post something about my special. I will. No, you're going to. Well, I'm going to watch it this weekend. And you're going to post. Again, and I'm going to post about it. Joe, number six. In the description for the special, it says you discuss things like public sneezing. <laughs> what is wrong with public <laughs> You I'm so sick of you. I hate you so much. I hate him so much, man. But I, I do have a question. What is wrong with public sneezing, Joe? I'm done with you. I do have a question for the room. What is it? The question is, as a woman, you talk about... um. Eating toilet paper out of our. Oh my god! Eating now we talking. What? Now we, look. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now he's happy. Now, now there's. Post a, about that. So now, I know. <laughs> I know you talked about. I didn't know you were a foodie, Joe. <laughs> I know you're a foodie. I I enjoy the same appetizer. You didn't but say that was one of your favorite shots. Who doesn't love <laughs> litter? When you was on hold. Jenna, you didn't say that was one of your favorite childhood snacks, Joe. <laughs> is, that, is that a real thing? Because I was a little devastated. Is it true that every guy has eaten toilet paper out of our... Yeah, I, you need to see it. You can't tell the middle of it without setting it up, Angela. <laughs> I've had that happen from the front. What? What? How did I know Charlemagne would have a story? Somebody like I, I mean, it's not a story. I've just had that happen from Somebody the front. Somebody ate like, your from the front? No. I'm saying you went down on a young a woman and... It was you know, toilet paper? Yeah, little, so that happens little, to everyone? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love come here. No, hug me, hug me. <laughs> See? Conversation about ass eating, now you want to hug. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's, that's not wait a minute. You ate you ate toilet paper out of someone's <laughs> No, it was the it was the vagina. <laughs> you are a sick, can I say it? You yes. sick <laughs> I knew it, man. You're not. You're you're cut from a different. Club. Oh man, <laughs> we was kids. About a girl's butt? Why would you eat toilet paper out of a girl's butt? That's not what happened. You clearly said that. You just, you I said it from said the that. front. Yeah, you said everyone that. said that. Oh god. Everyone heard you say it's fine. <laughs> everyone has a fetish. I said that. From I like the front. toes. But I remember that in the special though. I you saw like that. toilet paper and butt. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper out of butt. You're like, girl, what is that? Oh god. <laughs> is that two ply? <laughs> that two I'm ply? in this. Oh Thank gosh. you. Oh man. <laughs> Good right. to see you, Joe. Well, thank it's you, Joe. So good Coy. to see you. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Joe. I love you guys so much. I love you too, Joe. Love I really do. Thank you. You don't love him. If you loved him, you would have went to one of his shows, but that's another story. Are I, you, wait, I, hold on. Are you going to come to Madison Square Garden? It's November 10th. I'm there. That's a damn I'm lie. there. You said it too fast. Don't Bro, I'm there. What day is that? I don't know. It see? don't matter. I'm there. I'm putting it on my calendar now. I am there. November 10th. Let me see when that is. All right. Is. Joe Coy, if he doesn't show up November 11th, you Thursday. It's done. You taping your show on Thursday. What time is the show? See, see, here it goes. Here it goes. It's November 10th, man. <laughs> no, if it's like, like, if it's like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, I can make it. Easy. What time do you think my show is? Is it 5 in the afternoon? You think I'm doing a mad <laughs> name? What kind of ass question is that? <laughs> what, like an after school special? Mm-mm-mm. We're there. I'm there. November 10th. I'm coming to see Joe Coy. All right. I promise. Right. I'm there. That's my the word is Breakfast Club. It's Joe Coy. I have a cold again. It was right. just crazy. Let me check your temperature. How you gonna do it? What you mean? What kind of cold you got? I Seriously? Don't I don't know. I just came back from LA for I had a DJ wedding and now I'm You gotta all... take some airborne. You gotta take airborne when you get off flights. Take some vitamin C. That's what you need. 
Get some right. vitamin C. Drink a green juice or something. Now I'm about to go downstairs and get one. You definitely need some airborne. Though. You probably just need some vitamin C. Though. I tested for uh, COVID like twice and nothing. People still doing that? I did it. The president said the pandemic is over. He did. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. All right, well, last week, Bobby Schmurder, people were trolling him, and he had posted a picture of himself in bed with someone, and another person, a social media user named Xavier Raza, came forward and claimed that it was him. Well, it was not him, but the rumor did go viral. People said that Bobby Schmurder was in bed with a man. It became a trending topic. People started making jokes. And Bobby Schmurder said when the hate don't work, they start telling lies. Uh, he also said that now that he's independent, the powers that be are trying to ruin his career. Well, Xavier Raza has since took to Instagram and wiped his page clean, but he did put up a statement where he apologized to Bobby Schmurter. He said, I'm still trying to wrap my head around all of this, but I wanted to address everything that's going on right now. I owe everybody an explanation, but most importantly, I owe an apology to Bobby Schmurter and his fans. I'm sorry for everything that's going on and confusion I have caused anyone this past weekend. That was not me in the video. What was meant to be a harmless joke shook the internet. I never thought my post would go viral, and it was never my intention to mislead anyone. I've been receiving death threats and keep seeing my name attached to head Headlines that are far from the truth. I've been hesitant to speak out, but I wanted to clear my name and put an end to this rumor. I mean, that's simply not right. And like that young man needs to be held accountable for that lie. Like, yeah, like it's not funny. Hey, that's, not, that's not funny. It's bro. not a funny joke. And I mean, it's like Bobby could sue him for slander and defamation, but then in this era, they might call Bobby homophobic for, su- for suing him right. for slander and defamation because the guy is a, a legend. That Bobby was gay. The craziest thing is, I didn't see that it was a joke. I seen all the stories that said it wasn't a I joke. Didn't make, that's what I'm saying. And like the lie is always so much louder than the truth. Like yeah. I didn't even realize that the dude apologized till I got in here this morning. Yeah, and when I did see it originally, it was clear that the guy who said it was him, uh, you could tell it wasn't him. And I saw a lot of people in the comments like, "That's not even the same person." But the internet you know, don't the care. Is different. They don't but care. of course, people want to get their jokes off. Nobody so. cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. So that lie will go all the way around the world two or three times. Bobby Smurda was got caught in bed with a man, and then it's a bold-faced lie, and then now what? Everybody just goes on about the day. All right, now Kodak Black was upset that a fan was recording him, and here's what he had to say as he called out this person who was doing an Instagram live session, and you know he doesn't want people to just record him and show where he is. Hey, 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 hey. No, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, 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 no,
All right, and ticket stubs for Michael Jordan's NBA debut game are expected to go for $300,000 at auction. We told you before, his retired jersey recently sold for $10 million. Well, now they're saying this pair of tickets is so rare that officials are anticipating it'll be between two dollars and $300,000 that it's going to go for. Uh, they said by far the most desirable and rarest of tickets is the iconic red and black box office ticket, which is only available at the venue and features the Chicago Bulls logo and silhouette of Chicago Stadium. It's these tickets that truly evoke the image of the young Bulls prospect on the verge of superstardom to find a pair of these red and black ticket stubs to this iconic game is exceptionally rare. And so they believe that this full red and black ticket from this game is, they believe it to be the only unused example ever discovered. It sold in February 2022 for $468,000. All right. So let's see how that's going to go. But like I said before, that jersey uh, sold for $10 million and they anticipated it was going to sell for about $3 million, but it surpassed all of that. And that was the jersey that he wore in his last NBA Finals game, the last dance season. I always wonder about jerseys like that, right? Because if mm-hmm. you think about it, right? We grew up on Michael Jordan. But now, 50 years from now, when the new generation, they have a new Michael Jordan. Is what that jersey think? still going to be worth that much? I think yes. it's always going to be iconic. <laughs> you think so? I don't think... Bro, these kids are still wearing Jordans legendary. now. What are you talking about? I'm just asking. It's been 30 plus years. Yeah. 40, I think, even. There's not too many athletes. But he's, he's, he's still al- he's, he's alive. So in 60, 70 years, when he passes... And but Jordans are like Michael McDonald's, Jordan. bro. They're going to do some movies, documentaries. Yeah. Yes. Jordan, never going yes. anywhere. <laughs> Jordan is a brand you can trust. It's a, it's a, it's a brand that transcends generations. Okay. Jordans ain't never going nowhere. That 23 Michael Jordan never going nowhere. And it's always going to be kids paying homage to Michael Jordan, other players paying homage to Michael Jordan. Even the people that these folks call the greats now, the LeBron Jameses, you know, they, they look up to MJ. But what about the greats before Jordan? Like, do people still talk about those greats? No, but See? that's cause, but that's because Jordan broke the mold. There was there wasn't like maybe Magic, maybe Bird, but no, like Bill Russell. That's, but that's because Jordan took the game to a level that people had never seen before. Never, there's never been another Michael. There's never been a Michael Jordan before him, and there's not going to be. People will always any remember after. Serena Williams. They'll always remember Tiger Woods. There's just certain people that I think, no matter what, think about Jackie Robinson. And yeah. how he's legendary. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan's right. legendary. I agree. Yeah. But is the Jackie Robinson jersey going for the same price as the Michael Jordan? He's not right Michael now? Jordan. Okay, you just said it. You just, she just. And don't get me wrong, Jackie, what, what Jackie did and for. Jackie changed the game for baseball. But no, Jackie changed the game for black people. For black you people know, in baseball. baseball. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but once again, he's, he's still not Michael Jordan. He's just not. Okay. Just asking. That made me think, too. What happened to NFTs? See? <laughs> They're still there. You sure? Positive. I don't even hear that phrase no more. Me neither. What was that? The ape NFT? That, that I, I don't know. We have NFTs. Do we? And we're in the metaverse. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? Man, four after the hour, man. Can we talk about how... Uh, well, after that, there's a young lady named Sherry Papini needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with her. Sherry she, what? Sherry Papini. Okay. Okay, she told a lie that I feel like she's not getting enough time for, but we'll talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Galaxy Z Fold 4 is here to change the way you get things done. Now you can browse social media while tuning into a video call. And with the expansive foldable screen, you can use up to three apps at the same time. Visit Samsung.com. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit Ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today to order your Galaxy Z Fold 4. Man, say the game, dunk it other day, man. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. 
Who's donkey of the day today? Uh, well, Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, September 20th goes to a Sherry Papini. She is 40 years old and she was just sentenced to 18 months in prison for faking her own kidnapping. <laughs> the woman lied and said she claimed she was abducted and tortured for 22 days. Let's go to ABC News for the report, please. After insisting for more than five years that she was kidnapped and tortured by suspects who were never found, tonight Sherry Papini admits she made it all up. All we can do at the end of the day uh, is the right thing, and it is never too late to do the right thing. The 39-year-old who took an 11th-hour plea deal last week, pleading guilty to two of the 35 felony counts she's charged with, lying to federal agents and mail fraud. In 2016, the mother of two's case made for gripping headlines. Papini telling police she was kidnapped at gunpoint, tortured, and held in captivity for 22 days by two Hispanic women. But investigators uncovering she was actually staying with an ex-boyfriend and harmed herself to cover up her lies. The plea deal recommends 8 to 14 months in prison, plus more than $300,000 in restitution for the resources multiple agencies used investigating her case. I wouldn't call this her doing the right thing. I'd call this her last ditch effort to do the best she can for herself. Mm, 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 mm. You know, we was just talking about the dude who uh, lied and said he was in bed with Bobby Smurda. And I'm looking at this lady and it just really makes me realize that Cardi being offset with 1 billion percent correct when they said folks will do anything for clout. Okay, first of all, 18 months is way too light a sentence for this because we really, 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 really have to start holding people accountable for the lies they tell. Okay, in the case of, uh, you know, the Bobby Smurda situation, there's nothing that can happen to the dude who lied on him and admitted he lied. I guess you could sue him for, you know, slander and defamation, but then somebody might call Bobby homophobic because they're like, well, what's wrong with someone saying you're gay? It's just strange times that we are living in, okay? It's like just people can just be attacked with lies via social media and nothing happens, which is why I'm extremely happy this woman, Sherry Papini, is getting 18 months, but that's not enough time. Okay, because see, these are the same kind of lies that got Emmett Till killed. By the way, I saw Till last week. Oh, dropping the clues bombs for Till. Saw a private screening of Till last week. Great film, very heavy. But when you see how these lies, you know, told by people like Sherry Papini have led, you know, to, to innocent people being killed, then you have to add on some years just for that. Okay, she faked the kidnapping and fraudulently amassed more than 300000 in Social Security disability income, assistance from the California Victim Compensation Board, and had a damn GoFundMe campaign created on her behalf, when the reality is she should have had a Go F Yourself campaign happening, okay? So not only was you gaming the system out of money, you was putting innocent people in danger with your lie because you heard the news report. She said it was two Hispanic women who kidnapped her. And this is what happens. This is why they end up demonizing black and brown people because folks like this are just telling lies about black and brown people. Now, she did apologize to the court saying, I am choosing to humbly accept responsibility. I am guilty of lying. I am guilty of dishonor. I stand before you willing to accept, to repent, and to concede what was done cannot be undone. It can never be erased. I am not choosing to stay frozen like I was in 2016. I don't even know what that means, choosing to stay frozen. Can't you see I'm frozen? I am choosing to commit to healing the parts of myself that was so very broken. That's what she said in quote. Sure, all of that is great. And I wish her uh, the best. I, 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 I truly do. But uh, I have to wish her the best. And I wish I was wishing her the best uh, behind bars for a longer period of time. Okay, in an era with so much traffic, so much sex trafficking, so much real kidnapping, you playing with people's realities like this and you only get 18 months? 
This is why people keep making up lies like this because the consequences are simply not severe enough. Please uh, give Sherry Papini, well, let Remy Ma give Sherry Papini the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, are you dumb? I was gonna play a game of guess what race it is, but there's no need. Let, let Chelsea Handler get some of that hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, that is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. Kathy Griffith got something to say. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. Like, why? 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 And didn't the just say two Hispanic women did this to me? Come on, man. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, we're going to kick it with the brother, my son. The good brother, my son. And uh, A.T. Mitchell is going to be joining my son, as well as uh, Angelo. A.T. Mitchell's from the uh, Man Up campaign. Correct. So we're mm-hmm. going to talk to them when we come back. All right. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. He's, um, he's been appointed by the mayor to pretty much focus on gun violence in New York City. So he's the man, the top man in that regard. And this is also with co-founder of Until Freedom, my brother Angelo Pinto, uh, attorney Angelo Pinto. So, okay. you know. so, so where do we start? I, I guess, you know, well, well, the first reason why we wanted to bring you up, because everybody was talking about lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. And rappers were talking about lyrics and, and DAs using their lyrics against them in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you're a rapper. You were signed with Violator, signed so many times. You had records, and you got arrested. But what are your thoughts on them using lyrics against you, or any rapper? I, I mean, I mean, we know that it happens, right? And 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 if you and you're engaged in a certain lifestyle, you're in the streets, you actually actively committing crimes, and then you talking about them, then you telling on yourself. I mean, that's just common sense. I think anybody people don't see it like that though. But if you, I'm saying, see, the th- difference is if. If you're just an entertainer and you're a rapper and you're rapping about what you've seen, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of these rappers ain't living their life and they mm-hmm. just making stuff up, so those those situations don't they don't fit into what we're talking about here. We're right. talking about when you're actively involved in the streets, you're actively involved in crime. There are videos with you doing things, you running around where people where they have enough to put your lyrics to say, hey, look, this is him right here doing this, mm-hmm. and this is him saying he did that. Right. If you just rapping about something that you didn't did, there's no, there's no trail. There's nothing for them to follow. So them, they can't just use your lyrics as evidence in chief. Yeah. It's not like they heard. It's not like they're listening to rappers and saying, "Oh, he's rapping about killing somebody. Let's go lock him up." They already. That's just another piece of evidence that they're collecting. Evidence in in chief. That's the 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 key to it. Is is not. It can't be evidence in chief. If (laughs) if it supports what they already know and they have people to corroborate and all those things then you got to be smarter than that. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question now. Now, how would the DA know the difference, right? Now, I'm listening to uh, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's going on with Young Thug's case, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the attorney was like, yeah, he said, F the judge, Your Honor, like he was talking to the judge. Of course, he wasn't talking about that judge, but that attorney made it seem like that. That mm-hmm. case is something different. But then I think Charlamagne... But that's not like, a crime. That's not a crime. You understand what I'm saying? So what that does is, what I'm trying to say is everything that you say out your mouth is going to be held against you. If before, if I say, yo, if my wife get out of line, I'm going to smack her in the mouth. And then you smack and then you smack her. She yeah. goes and says domestic violence and then they pull it up. You made, you made a conscious, these are things that you already said that you're willing to do. So you, you, you're allowing them to use things against you that come out your own mouth. We have to be a lot more mindful in the days like I got locked up for crimes and they try to utilize stuff in my trial too. So I, I, I'm aware of these things. And mm-hmm. I think as artists for 20 plus years watching artists get 
have these lyrics used against them all the time, especially when they're committing the acts and they're able to to show the mind state that you're willing to do certain things. If you're not making conscious decisions as you know what, some shit I'm just not going to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I understand. It's certain things. I've even, I've, I've engaged in certain things. I know people engage in certain things. I'm around certain things. And I understand that what I say can and will be used against me in the court of law, like they say all the time. And also right? these guys are being very specific. Like they're naming right. actual names, mm -hmm. actual crimes, <laughs> actual locations, yeah. dates. So yeah. it's like, what do you expect? Mm -hmm. I want to hear from the attorney. <laughs> I mean, I think... To Mice's point, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, and you know the hip-hop police have existed for a long That's time. Right. Mm -hmm. So, in any scenario, people build cases. So they're probably following you for an extended period of time, and it seems like this is a pattern that departments are now practicing. Mm -hmm. So artists should say, hold on, wait, let me protect myself. We were talking about it earlier, even in the context of the violence, right? Whether or not you think violence in lyrics actually leads to violence in the streets, one of the biggest targets are rappers mm -hmm. of the violence we see in our communities. So at some point as an artist, you would think you would want to protect yourself, right, from the violence that could potentially happen because people are listening to your lyrics. So to Mice's point, it's like at some point, protect yourself. Yeah, don't say this in lyrics yeah. and don't have this particular content that could potentially create an atmosphere in your environment that you fall victim to? Why would you continue to do that? Because in essence, you're acting against your own best interests. Let, let's so stay here your, for a minute. Because I ask one question. Oh, so, right. what are your thoughts on people trying to, to to ban that and to stop, you know, the government from using their lyrics? Because you know, like I said, some people are telling on themselves. So, what are your thoughts on them actually doing it? I think that, to Mice's point, if you're telling on yourself, right? Unless you use a disclaimer and say everything I'm saying here is entertainment there's nothing here I'm saying that is real, then there, in a lot of cases, even like if you have a gun on you, there's a doctrine where they say if it's in plain sight, mm -hmm. right? I don't have the ability to search your vehicle except when a gun is in plain sight or something illegal is in plain sight. Then I, I have the ability to search your car. So if you're not, not just plain sight, your language is saying that you're doing something, mm -hmm. then my, I have to say maybe they should be able to use it. And then my other thought... For not even folks, doing deed. Right. Yeah. And then the question is, why would you not want them to use this if somebody's saying this? I think for me... You know like, what I'm saying? It's strange. What, what it comes on for me is I come from the streets. Like, if you a street dude, we knew you don't put stuff on record. That's a fact. We right. know we're not talking about crime. Right. We didn't even want to do interviews. Most street dudes that we knew, you very seen them on camera, very seldomly seen them on camera. They didn't talk a lot because they... Still to this day, the OGs, are, that ain't even in the street no more. They're like, I ain't trying to do no interview. Right. I don't want to talk about none of that. Right. Like, I don't like they they don't live that life. So I don't know what made this era think that you could commit crime in plain sight and be free. And I and and, and I've been saying that I don't understand what mm -hmm. what is the mind state. Like when you, when we talk about the PNB Rock situation, right? Mm -hmm. There is it, it has to be levels of mental health, right? To say that you're gonna walk in broad day and just in the middle of nowhere shoot and kill somebody for a chain, you you can't even be thinking mm -hmm. because what are you gonna do with that chain? How far are you gonna get with that chain right. after you? Do, 
Every yeah. everywhere we live in police states now. Everybody got a camera. Everybody mm-hmm. got a phone. It's cameras all over. They can pretty much track you everywhere you go. I tell yeah. people this every day. I'm like, yo, you don't realize that every crime is on camera somewhere. Somebody got a phone camera. There's cameras connected to the store. Mm-hmm. They can literally trail you to where you go. So the mind state that you took a chain. What do, what does you think you going you pretty much gave up your whole life for a chain? But the thing that you're saying, Mike, the idea that we know anyone who knows knows. If you're doing crime, you don't say you're doing crime. People, that's a basic rule. So then the question becomes, why would people actively compromise themselves like that? And from my perspective, it's because someone else is making you do that. There's something else that's making you do something. You're going against a basic rule, and that don't make sense. All right, when we come back, we got more with my son, Angelo, and A.T. Mitchell. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with my son, Angelo Pinto, and A.T. Mitchell. You know, I, I was going to ask you a question, uh, A.T. Mitchell. Yes, sir. I have a huge problem with New York's gun laws, right? Yes, sir. I'm explaining to you why, right? So I'm a licensed owner, right? I can carry my gun in, I think, 35, 37 states mm-hmm. legally carried on my hip. Not a problem. New York, I have a problem. My son will probably tell you the same because we kind of came up on the same time. Most of the times when people carry weapons, it's not to do something aggressive. It's defending. Yes, sir. Right? So if I'm walking around New York City and I walk out this building and somebody tries to rob me, I can't defend myself. Right. You know what I mean? And people say, well, you get security. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. But a lot of people can't afford 24 hours, seven days a week of security. Right. You know what I mean? And that's a problem because if I get caught with my gun trying to defend myself, Defending myself, not aggressive, not right, robbery, right. not shooting, not doing nothing stupid. Just trying to defend myself like I do when I'm in Georgia or Florida or Texas or any of those other places. I go to jail for three years. Mm. That's crazy to me. That does that doesn't sit well with me for trying to defend myself. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Now, I do understand what you're saying, man, as a licensed gun owner. But you know, and I know that there's a lot of people who are walking around here with unlicensed. <laughs> and that's why we need guns for them. because they don't so, so at the end of the day... Which you and hopefully we won't have to experience an okay corral type situation where right. there's two people out there literally, you know, banging in the middle of Times Square or downtown Manhattan or whatever because again you're dealing with people that are legally licensed versus people that are not. Right. And, and a lot of it has to do with training. Um, you know, you got people that don't know how to shoot, which is part of why we actually got boycott black murder because we see this stuff again, it winds up back in the neighborhood's lap where people are dying, innocent people are dying from senseless gun violence every day. So it is, a, you know, it's almost like it's unfortunate for those of you who are responsible. Um, but I think when you look at a city as crowded as New York City, you know, it can happen anywhere. You have a lot more casualties. Because criminals are smart. They know nine times out of ten, if somebody's walking down the street, they, they, especially in New York, you ain't got a legal gun. Right. Unless you're a police officer, correction officer, yes, or was able to get it. Now people are starting to get it, but very few. So they know nine times out of ten they got the drop on you. Right. And and I, I just it just always bothered me with New York City with that. Yeah, man. This is a, this is a big this is the biggest city out of all cities. And so, at the end of the day, man, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. You know, we want to make sure that those of you who have the right and you know the privilege of being able to arm yourselves. Versus those people who the majority of us who are not, we want to make sure everybody's safe. And that's the work that we do. So we just really just trying to keep, you know, this work going. These messages, these campaigns, they have to be, you know, again, back to hip hop and the industry. Everybody has to be involved. And how know? are they keeping the guns off the street? What's the process to try to make sure they get more guns off the street? I don't think they, they are. No, I mean, it's that's a good, that's a good, it's a, that's a, <laughs> another good question. I mean, for like uh, Charlamagne's point. 
The illegal guns, it, the, the the access to weaponry in the neighborhoods right now is crazy. You see the guns they pulling off these streets? Yeah. Yo, bro, they, they we it's talking so about, yo, literally. But the brand question is, new why too, are they even brand being new. sold? Why do you have the ability Good to get gracious. assault rifles? And that's my issue, my challenge around the guns, because I understand the importance of defending yourself, and I think that is important, and it's a right that people have, right, Second Amendment. But the issue becomes when there's so many guns in circulation. Like, I know, you know, when I was coming up, if a couple of people had a gun it was like damn you know who had the guns right. in the neighborhood right. and you knew if something would happen this might happen but i remember like you know not too in too distant past it's like every kid got a gun yeah. or has the ability kid, to get a gun even just... and it's like there's way too many guns in circulation and the nra and the folks who produce guns are advocating for more guns to be in communities and i just don't and the, the proof is in the pudding it doesn't make us safer it hasn't made You're society right. safer so i think we have to take a different approach to responding to how we keep ourselves safe and what we do because now every man woman child in america has access to a gun and before like you said it was a 38 special it was a beat up revolver. Yeah. It was a gun that looked dirty yeah. and dusty. Yeah. Now, to your point, what you said earlier, I mean, they have military, military grade equipment. Yeah. They got colorful guns, that, yes. uh, ghost like, guns. They got all pistols, extended clips. Crazy. Like the police can't beat them. That's I, a fact. I think what, ha what has to happen though, it has to be a culture shift, right? Mm -hmm. Because the culture of violence is so prom prominent right. right now that. Right. Just defense and you having a gun for defense is uh, immediately puts you in more and more danger, right? If you pull, if you got a gun, a lot of people who who are not trained in de-escalation mm -hmm. and they just a regular citizen. It's regular citizens every day that ready to kill you for stepping on their foot. That's you can't give those type of people guns, <laughs> right? Like you, you, you. I watched in the restaurant where the lady shot, shot the lady because she was arguing with her. Mm -hmm. Pulled a gun out and shot her and yeah. said, "Yeah, you thought you was bad." A regular fist fight turned into. And she probably was a licensed carrier and yeah. shot the lady dead. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, everybody can't have guns. There has to be psych, psychotherapy things that we do. There has to be a, a strenuous process that you go to to make sure that you're walking around these streets. And because if you just scared, a lot of people shoot you because you're scared. Yeah. If I'm walking, imagine yeah. a racist person, I'm walking behind oh him, gosh. he see me and go, oh, boom, boom, and shoot. And, and it happens. Yeah. And it happens all the time. <laughs> so it has to, we, the culture has to shift. So we got to put the neighbor back in hood. We got to identify each other as brothers. I'm dropping a song today called Boycott Black Murder. And the video drops. It's very powerful. I want y'all to see the video. Hopefully you'll play the song, Envy. You know, quote unquote, hopefully. You <laughs> can't play positive music on the radio. You can't do well, it. Listen, we're gonna try That's today. why we're in the situation <laughs> we're in now. That's why we're in the situation. But, but really, man, it's, I really want us to understand that the dynamics of our community is very serious. Right? We are at war against the system and then we are at war with each other right you know the minister said i don't even know who the enemy is right, right. Now. you make it very hard for me yeah you know what i'm right saying when, when we when we're going against each other yeah. so we have to re-identify each yeah. other and see each other as brothers again and and connect with each other because when you see somebody as your brother you don't want to take his life right. you, you want to do everything you can to protect and make sure that that person is safe so let's put the neighbor back in neighborhood let's start community build community mm -hmm. unity and community again we we are so separated like people got beef with the next door neighbor yeah. you can't even come out your house they yeah. at war you're the op my next door yo we got <laughs> and i'm like what he lived next That's door my next door neighbor you our doors was open they used to just walk in yo can i get a cup of sugar yo yo y'all yes. uh, got milk in the refrigerator go get it like we lived in the community, yes. that's not happening no more because the culture has told us that that's the wrong thing. And you got to think about this. Just really think about this. You can't value your life 
when you willing to kill somebody and take a chain that you know That's you're right. throwing your life away. Ooh, yeah. You are right. it's listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. 90% of the people who kill somebody or rob somebody in our community is going to do 20, 15, 20 years. And they made a conscious decision that that chain, that one second or whatever, is worth that. How much do you actually value your life? Right. Yeah. Mm. Like that, I want to know how did we get so poisoned that we put those the That's value right. in that more than our freedom in our lives. And they're tricking, they're tricking you out of your life. And I want to just, again, I want to reinforce and, and I want to give a shout out to my brothers and sisters at Man Up Incorporated. Yeah. Um, because if you came out to where we are, and we're in East New York, we're in the 7-5, which is one of the, if not right now, top of the city, unfortunately. But in pockets where we exist, we call each other brother. We call each other That's sister. Correct. You know, from as young as five-year-old babies, they come into our programs, they adopt that mindset. When they come, when they leave out, they see each other's family because that's what it's about. We literally are, and I'm going to put that out there, we are biologically related. Every single one yeah. of us, even in this room. You know, there's one race. There is a human race. And we have to stop thinking that we are separate. Yeah, well, me, what Elijah Muhammad used to say? Elijah Muhammad used to say uh, a neighborhood can change, a city, a city can change, a state, a state mm. can change. A nation, a nation can change the world. Nation building. Nation building, man. Nation building, man. Well, let's introduce the song. So that the way I want to know. It's getting played today. Today yeah. is called this song is called Boycott Black Murder. It is a testament to what's going on in communities. The video will be dropping today too. It's a very powerful video. So I hope that it has the impact that I want it to have, man. And first, go to boycottblackmurder.com. That's correct. Take the pledge. We need everybody to take the pledge, man, and say, I can't kill my brother because I love my brother. How do we donate to Man Up? Man, they can go to our website. Uh, it's manupinc.org. Uh, That's M-A-N-U-P-I-N-C.org. They can go to my website, at-mitchell.com as well. Um, and, you know, all donations are tax deductible. We got the same status that Red Cross, Salvation Army, all the other charities have. We have the same charity status. But I don't want donations. We want investments. Man. That's, That's right. Invest about that. in us living, man. All mm -hmm. right. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Chrissy Teigen recently confessed that the miscarriage she said she had two years ago was actually an abortion. She was speaking at Social Impact Agency's Proper Dailies, a day of unreasonable conversation summit. That was on Thursday, and she said that it was a revelation that came as a shock to her. She said, two years ago, when I was pregnant with Jack, John, and my third child, I had to make a lot of difficult and heartbreaking decisions. It became very clear around halfway through that he would not survive and that I wouldn't either without any medical intervention. Uh, she said that, uh, you know, she said, let's just call it what it was. It was an abortion, an abortion to save my life for a baby that had absolutely no chance. And to be honest, I never, ever put that together until actually a few months ago. She said she came to that realization after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade earlier this summer. And she felt sympathy toward people who have an abortion and the circumstances they had to go through and the emotional decision they had to make. And she said, I felt silent, feeling weird that I hadn't made sense of it that way. I told the world we had a miscarriage. The world agreed we had a miscarriage. All the headlines said it was a miscarriage. And I became really frustrated that I didn't, in the first place, say what it was. All right. Now, ever since she made that realization, people have been attacking her on social media. And she posted a thread on Twitter showing some of the attacks. She said, I knew this would happen. And honestly... I've already seen you do your worst. So if this makes you feel better, great. It doesn't make me feel worse, though. And she posted a lot of people 
you know, saying not our business lady. Why do we need to know this seriously? People lying about miscarriages and abortions now. SMH liar then and liar now just trying to stay relevant. She should move on from this. We are tired. She needs therapy, so on and so forth. But I mean, makes perfect sense to me. It was something that she had to do because the baby wasn't going to survive. She needed to survive. She looked at it at that time as a miscarriage and now realizes she had an abortion. I don't know why people are so into other people's lives. I mean, obviously she did the best decision that was for her and her family and people should just stand by it. What the hell's the problem? I mean, I don't have a problem with her sharing her story because also other women can relate. I didn't say and share so her this story. Is not- I just say people in her business and, and, and judging her and yeah, because yeah, she's. I mean, she's putting it out there, and she said she knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and and that's that's right. What you just said just now, you is that's all you can do. Once you put it out there, you you can't expect to just hear back what you want to hear. It's going to be people that agree with you. It's going to be people that disagree with you. And but that's she said the, the same world we live in. Life, like it don't matter. You I, can't be mad. Listen, if she's going to put the story out there publicly, then people are allowed to have a public opinion about it. Yeah, some people, regardless of what that opinion is, I just think it's stupid. Like she said, it saved her life, guys. And but, you know, I think it's an important conversation with Roe versus Wade being overturned and women having to make decisions but sometimes not being able to and having to travel to another state because they need to save their own life yes and if if you don't want people to have an opinion about something that you did don't share it publicly it's really just that simple but she did post i knew this would happen okay and honestly i've already seen you do your worst so if this makes you feel better great it doesn't make me feel worse that's true because this is why when people post things and they'll be like respect my privacy at this time you just you just told us everything i didn't even know anything about it until you said it All right, now Cardi B has started the process reportedly to seize the property and assets owned by the blogger who accused her falsely of having herpes and being an escort. She filed that paperwork in Georgia to start the process of collecting from Tasha Kay. And so the document said that she is owed a total of $3.3 million from Tasha Kay. So she is demanding that Chase and its employees hold all of Tasha's property, money, wages, and other assets, including property and safe deposit boxes or similar property. So Tasha Kay is trying to actually plead for the federal judge to step in and put a stop to those demands because she still has an appeal pending and collections aren't allowed until a decision has been made. We all got to deal with the consequences of our actions. All right. And our city hall. Apparently, uh, cops are saying his house in L.A. was the target of two break-ins. They told TMZ Arsenio Hall was home Saturday at 11 a.m. when he heard a loud noise coming from downstairs. He came down to discover someone had broken the glass on his sliding door trying to get in. And then they say last month, two people broke a window at his place back in August and entered the home. He was home when they broke in, and that's when the burglars got spooked and took off before stealing anything. So police did respond both times, but the suspects managed to get away before the police managed to get there. So detectives are looking at surveillance video, but they also want to know if Arsenio Hall is specifically being targeted and if it's the same people in both incidents. We'll drop on the clues, Bob, for uh, my, my OG, Arsenio Hall. Icon living, mm-hmm. one of my top four inspirations in this entertainment game always. So definitely sending my brother uh, healing energy. Absolutely. That's my guy. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Reports. All right. Well, let's get to the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The brand new Galaxy Z Flip 4 is finally here. Capture hands-free content from every angle with Flex Mode. The sleek foldable design lets you make your device conveniently compact. Visit Samsung.com to order your Galaxy Z Flip 4 today. Hey everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we have to shout out to Joe Coy for joining us this morning. My guy, Joe Coy. I got to salute. 
I love man. Listen, I love Joe Coy. Love Joe Coy for years. It's funny though. I don't know who I like uh, trolling better, Joe Coy or Donnell Rollins. But I love Joe Coy because he's not afraid uh, to be honest. And that conversation about toilet tissue, you know, down there was very honest. I don't know about in the back. About it since. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about in the back. The back is wild. But yes, I've definitely seen toilet tissue uh, in the front. And, you know, you just pick it off your tongue, and keep it moving. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Okay. All right. Freaky, freaky, freaky Tuesday. All right. And also, shout to my son for joining us, A.T. Mitchell and... Uh, Angelo Pinto. Angelo Pinto. You know, uh, those good brothers, man, Boycott Black Murder, as well as the Man Up campaign that they're running, Sluta and Tell Freedom. Love the work those brothers are doing, man. Oh, and listen, also, too, man, I want to tell everybody, uh, make sure you register for the Mental Wealth Expo. You know, um, if you listen to the conversation with myself and Envy and my son and A.T. and Angelo, you know, we talk about all of the different things that we can do you know, as individuals and, you know, my mental health advocacy is definitely, you know, my, my, my lane. So the Mental Wealth Expo, October 8th, Saturday, October 8th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. This is my second annual Mental Wealth Expo. Uh, we got so many different mental health professionals, psychiatrists, therapists coming to the event from Nadra Tawab Glover to Dr. Alfie Breland Noble to Dr. Rita Walker to uh, Dr. Spirit to Wallow, to Shaka Senkor, to my man David McCullough from Inception, and the keynote speakers of Pastor Torrey Roberts and Sarah Jakes Roberts. And it's a free event. All you got to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com <clears throat> to register to be there, and we'll see you on October 8th. mentalwealthexpo.com, free event. All you got to do is register to be there. That's it. And since we're talking about free events, tomorrow I have my Wealth Wednesdays for Entrepreneurs Facebook group, and we're having our first event that's going to be on my Facebook Live. So shout out to Angelina Darasaw. She's going to do 20 minutes that will transform your business. She is the lead digital coach for Google, and she has extremely valuable information that I've actually used her, and I wanted to make sure that I present her for everybody to have that opportunity to get this free information. All right, well, leave us with a positive note. Hey, man, you know, I really just want to tell y'all 10 affirmations that you should say on the daily, okay? Like, if you do this early in the morning, it'll set your tone for the day and get you moving in a positive direction. Tell yourself, I am successful. I am confident. I am powerful. I am strong. I am getting better and better every day. All I need is within me right now. I wake up motivated, and I am an unstoppable force of nature. Tell yourself that every day, first thing in the morning. Watch what happens. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. 
Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.